Hello, and welcome to About This Writing Thing, the bi-weekly podcast about living the writing life. I am your host, novelist Sayward B. Eller, and I am very excited to have an old friend on the show today. She is the author of the Ava Logan series, the forthcoming Rainer Beck P.I. series, and her newest release from the Emily Gale series, What the Monkey Saw, will be out tomorrow. So I hope that you'll check it out. She is a mystery writer. She is award-winning. She is the incomparable Lynn Chandler Willis. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me, Sayward. Well, I, I couldn't do author interviews and not invite you, not send you an email and say, hey, Lynn, can I interview you for my podcast? Because, I mean, you are one of the first writers that I was in a critique group with. You are, you were there when I started on the serious writer path. So I couldn't, I could not do this without talking to you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, and oh my gosh, the the memories just come flooding back, and I just, oh, Sayward is such a beautiful writer. Her words are just so poetic and lyrical, and oh my gosh, that passive voice, <laughs> Sayward. <laughs> I am proud to say no more passive voice. I try very hard to keep it out of the work, <laughs> so you won. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. I remember I told you one time that um, they could have my passive voice when they pried it from my cold dead hands and <laughs> exactly <laughs> but then you grow up as a writer and you learn that these things don't work <laughs> right <laughs> so it's for business letters <laughs> exactly I'm very proud to say that I strive to keep out the passive voice and to keep out the ly adverbs and to minimize the in tags all that stuff that we used to talk about around your kitchen table <laughs> i think i actually answered your email with an exclamation mark and i did that on purpose <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be because i used to overuse them one another for I guess about 10 years yeah about seems, that seems about right yeah we met in in the small writers group in Ashboro North Carolina the Randolph writers and we yep. had our um, critique group and also we had the uh, published authors network that we started and so we've we've right. been through a lot of stuff together as writers. <laughs> we have. So I know how long you have been writing, but why don't you share with the audience how long you've been writing and what exactly you write? Um, my first published work was in two thousand, and it was actually um, true crime, which I'll never write again. Um, and, you know, we can talk about that later if, if we have time. But um, that was true crime. I come from a journalism background, so that kind of fell right into place. Um, then after that, um, my 
next published work was fiction. That was The Rising. Um, that was with a, a small-ish press. And then after that, it was Wink of an Eye, which was the, um, it won a, uh, the, oh, what it. I know, it's a really long. <laughs> I know, it's just super long title. Um, St. Martin's Press slash Private Eye Writers of America, best first P.I. novel there. It mm. won that and was nominated for a Seamus. Um, that was my claim to fame with a big five publisher. Then after that um, came the Ava Logan series with a, a smallish press. And then now I'm uh, up to a new series with Level Best. Well, actually two new series with Level Best. And um, I basically primarily write crime, mystery, um suspense working my way toward psychological thriller yes i know we had conversations about that in the past so you are not your mysteries are not cozy mysteries no i I don't write cozy and that's um nothing against the cozy um i just it's not something that i uh personally uh can write because i delve a lot deeper into the psychology of um, the wise and the um, uh, background of the killer. Um, A lot of my work is crime related, not so much as the mystery because you know on in the first chapter who did it. So it's not a traditional mystery. And then the rest of the book is figuring out why they did it. So would it be, is it more of a thriller mystery? Is that, is that even a subgenre? <laughs> um, yes and no. The thriller is usually very fast paced. Um, and uh, again, you kind of know who did it from the beginning, but it, it's fast paced where I think my work is more along the line of suspense, um, kind of like a slow burn. Um, you know who did it early on, but are they going to get caught? And who's going to catch them? And it all leads up slowly to the conclusion. Okay, yeah, I, I see that. I um. I am looking forward to reading what the monkey saw. Of course, I was I was there with you when you started the Ava Logan series, and then I have of course gotten the subsequent novels in that series. So I'm looking forward to a new series from you because we we both know how much I admire your writing, and I, I think that you're you're brilliant. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> now. I used to know the answer to this one, but we haven't really talked for a while because I moved a thousand miles away and (laughs) we've just been living our lives. But do you still work a day job? If so, what kind of a day job is it? And how do you balance your day job with your writing job? 
I do work a day job, um, and it is um, I'm a so-called supervisor or a senior customer service rep for uh, RalphLauren.com, and it um, this is the total.com end of, of course, the luxury brand Ralph Lauren. Um, I'm the one who whenever someone calls customer service to complain about a missing order or I ordered red and you sent me blue, um, why can't y'all get anything right? <laughs> and they say, I want to talk to a supervisor. I'm the one that you get. Oh, you're so, the lucky one. <laughs> yeah, I'm the lucky one. I deal with a lot of um, angry people. So. <laughs> yeah, plenty of fodder, I'm sure. <laughs> right, it does. It, um, especially going into the holidays, I mean, we have the rah-rah team meetings and, you know, we're um, just getting ready for this and, and it, it takes a lot to deal with angry people. So you just have to um, kind of smile and nod and, you know, glad that it, it's all virtual, um, but we work from home. So that aspect of actually having to go into an office. I like working from home. Um, yeah. You know, I've been working since I was 16 years old. Well, before I was 16 years old, because I didn't have my license. So just working. And I'm looking forward to slowing down and maybe doing 30 hours a week and then really concentrating on, on the writing. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to see how, how much more you're able to put out when you can reduce that time at the day job to focus on. I call it the night job <laughs> because if you have a day job, you're usually writing at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't know very many writers, um, whether they're published with the big five or uh, with a small press, there just aren't that many writers that actually make a living at doing this. You do it because you love doing it. Yeah. I think that's one of the most depressing things that you come to realize because all of this work goes into our books and our stories and, and the editing and the marketing and everything. And then you realize that you're never going to make enough money for it to for a logical person to say this this job is worth it so you really right. do have to it, it really is just a passion project yes there's the one percent of writers who make enough money to have a nice comfortable life from their books but there's 99 percent that do not <laughs> exactly and i came to the conclusion probably a year and a half ago or so when I was developing the what the monkey saw, you know, and I could have taken it to a, a big five, but I don't, I don't want that. I've experienced that and I know I'm just a number and it took me almost a year to get hold of somebody that could actually change my mailing address. Um, so I've experienced that. Um, with what the monkey saw and the Rainer Beck series, I wanted to, I was at that point where, you know, the money that I'm going to make from this 
it's grocery money. It's um, a little play money to mm -hmm. go to the, the movie once in a while. I can't retire on this. So do it because you love it. And I chose uh, Level Best um, Publishers because, or Level Best Books because I knew um, Harriet and Verena and Sean, and I knew they had the author in mind. That was first and foremost, that if something happened to a small press, which sometimes does, mm -hmm. um, the authors aren't going to get screwed. And so I emailed Sean and said, hey, I'm working on this, you know, are y'all interested? And they grabbed it up. So, mm -hmm. And I'm very comfortable doing that. Very nice. And there aren't a lot of authors who actually get to do that. So kudos to you. <laughs> well, thank you. I already know the answer to this because we had a lot of, a lot of discussions about this because I'm on the opposite side of you. Are you a plotter or are you a pantser? Oh, 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 oh. Um, can I say both? <laughs> sure, you can be a plant, sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm a plotter to the point that I know um, how the story begins, kind of know the middle, what I want to happen. I know how it ends. It's all that in-between stuff that drives you crazy, you know. Um, but I do, I use Shrivener, and so I use my little postcard, mm -hmm. you know, my, my note cards, uh, and I outline, and I may just say one, you know, Emily does this, the next chapter is Emily does this, the next chapter. And I break it down into three acts. One act, first act has to do this, second act. And then by the time I get to that third act, we're, we're pulling into the, to the climax. And so I make a list of what has to happen. And um, then I just start playing around with what needs to go where. But once I get into a chapter, it's almost kind of pantsering it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So. yeah. Well, that's a little different than you used to be because when we had our <laughs> conversations, you were, you were very much the, the planner from beginning to end. And, and I have never been able to really wrap my head around how plotters work. <laughs> Just like right. a lot of plotters can't wrap their head around how a pantser works. So, right. <laughs> but I think that what you, it sounds like you have a really healthy balance because you know the very, the very key things that you need to know. And then you just let the story take you wherever it's going to take you. As long as it stays, I'm guessing in its lane. <laughs> Right, right. It's got to stay on track, and if it veers off the track, then I may sit back and say, "Either wow, hmm, you know, a plot twist. Let's go this way," um, or you know, I say, "Nah, nah, nah. Let's let's take out those thousand words and get it back over on track." I've actually with um, the Rainer Beck series, which will come out in May. I've actually started writing out of sequence. Oh, wow. I know. Now, that is a big 
surprise for me because um, I'm very linear. And this happens, this happens, this happens. Mm -hmm. And with this series, the, the scenes are so vivid in my head that rather than spend a week not writing anything on it because I haven't figured out how to get from this point to this point, I'm writing out a sequence because mm-hmm. this scene is so, I can see it so much. I'm getting it down and then I worry about transitioning into, you know, or from the previous chapter later. Oh, wow. That yeah. meant that is an experience. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a whole new experience um, for me, but uh, it's working. So well, that's all work. that matters. I, yeah. <laughs> I am glad that you're writing another male PI because I so loved Gypsy Moran in the wink of an eye, in the wink, I was going to say series, but I, I don't, I'm one of the lucky few who got to read some of the second one, <laughs> but your voice with Gypsy was so, was, it was, I felt like he was very manly. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see you do another male PI. I, I look forward to that series coming out in May 2023. Now, what the monkey saw, is it out on November 16th or November 17th? Um, we're shooting for November 15th. 15th. Um, that week, um, it'll level best does, um, they try to release everything on a Tuesday, but, um, you know, that they'll do it more or less by the week than an exact date. Oh, okay. Okay. So, in the intro, I said that it would be out tomorrow, but we'll just, if you want to read What the Monkey Saw, just look for it this week <laughs> at some point, because we're recording, it is October 14th, so we're recording pretty far in advance, but um, yeah. I, I will definitely be in line on, on uh, my bookseller's website to purchase my copy. <laughs> well, thank you, and I do... Um... We did get the cover art yesterday, and we're, we're tweaking, so I should have that by um, probably Monday. Fun. Are you going to do a cover reveal? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I've kind of, um, my next newsletter goes out next Sunday, and I would like to do it then oh, yeah. um, for my newsletter subscribers. Uh, first, and Perfect. then yeah. you know, put it on Facebook and Instagram and all that afterwards. So we'll see. Well, yeah. I'll get to see it either way because I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed to your newsletter. Have been for <laughs> forever. <laughs> right. So well, thank you. <laughs> um, I know that I know how it used to be. Your revision process, it used to be that you would go back and you would edit your chapters so that by the time you find, you did finish the draft, you had a, a pretty clean draft because you had been editing all the way through. Do you still do that, or is your revision process a little different now? Unfortunately, I still do that. <laughs> and so it, it, it takes me a good nine months to write a book. Um, I can't... I, and, Oh, I admire um, the authors who can crank one out every every 
90 days or so. I don't know how they do it. Um, I can't write like that. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, chapter, I'll write a paragraph and go back and edit it four times before moving to the next paragraph. <laughs> so, but when I turned in that, what would actually be considered a first draft, it is close to being publishable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I remember with um, the first in the Ava Logan series, you you um, got your edits back and there weren't a ton of them. And and that's one of the first times we talked about your editing process. And I was like, I have no idea how you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, When I got the line edits back, it, it, you know, took me maybe a day. I mean, and she had given me like uh, 30 days to complete it. And I was like, okay, what's next? (laughs) Let's do this. Let's do this. What advice would you, I already know some of it because you gave me a lot of advice. I always credit you as one of my mentors and I'm so grateful for, because you were one of the key people to help me find my voice and to help me discover my style. So, and, and of course, when I, when I first started writing Zedwin's story, you were the first person that I sent my pages to. And, you know, if it weren't for you coming back and saying, okay, this is a little too much, (laughs) you know, just kind of reel it back. I don't know that Zedwin would be as strong of a character as she is. And I don't know that I would have actually written that book. So um, there's, there's going to be big fanfare for you in the acknowledgments of that book when it finally comes out. (laughs) (laughs) When it finally sells. (laughs) Right. But what is some of, what are, what's one or two pieces of key advice you would give to new writers? Be realistic. Um, Know what you're getting into. Um, You're not going to retire at this. The um, the one in a million, and I, I don't want to discourage anyone, but um, there's there's a hierarchy in in the publishing and the writing world, and there's that one percent, and then there's the rest of us. Um, but you you got to do it because you love it. If you're writing for the markets. Um, then your voice isn't there. You're writing for other people. Um, to always stay true to your own voice. Don't write for the markets. Yeah, you want it to sell, but stay true to yourself. Absolutely. I think that is, especially being realistic, if you go into this with, high expectations, as I did, then it's going to be a very heartbreaking experience. And you just, you really have to go in and you really have to understand that just like everything else, there is the 1% and then there's the rest of everybody. And, and yeah, some people can, can still do fairly well, but there you just have to understand that it's a lot of work and it might not feel like it pays off. <laughs> a lot of work and it is, writing is 
is a very small part of the whole process. Um, the business end of it is like a shark. Yes. Um, and it will devour you, and it um, it takes up a lot of time. Um, and that's where you have to really put aside the, the emotion and the passion of the writing because um, that editor, they don't buy the manuscript because it doesn't fit into their, what, what they're doing. It doesn't fit into their business model. They just, you know, picked up one that's something similar. You can't take that part personal, um, though you do. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, have so, over the last year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> so you have to separate the business side from the creative side. Yes, absolutely. Well, I have my little box up here on Zoom saying, you only have this much time left. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I am going to wrap up, but I thank you for talking with me today for the fantastic advice. And I always, like, when we get together, I just feel like we haven't been apart at all because we always just kind of fall back in. So, right. I, I'm I'm very glad that we got to spend some time together today. It's been great seeing you and talking with you. And I wish you all the best with the Emily Gill series and with the Rainer Beck series. I can't wait to read them, and I hope that my listeners will also read them. <laughs> I, I do, too. Thank you very much. And I'll send you the cover art just as soon as I... Uh... I can. Okay, that sounds great. Well, have a great afternoon, and thank you for spending time with me today. Thank you. Bye, Bye. And thank you, listeners, for joining us this afternoon or this morning or this evening, whenever you're listening. I appreciate your support, and honestly, just the thought that some people might be listening is what keeps me recording these. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation today with Lynn Chandler Willis. If you are interested in finding out more about Lynn, I will link her website in the description box below. I believe that you can, I know that you can go on there because I've been on there quite often <laughs> this week trying to prepare for this interview. Um, but you can go on her website and learn about her books, her previous publications, her, up, her upcoming publications. And I will also link her social media so you can check her out there. If you are unaware about this writing thing, has a newsletter that is debuting in February 2023. In that newsletter, you won't only be hearing from me, you'll be hearing from guest columnists. We will have writing advice and publishing advice, query advice, stories about the guest columnist's writing life, everything that has to do with writing, I am going to do my very best to bring to you in this newsletter. Now, I'm no Jane Friedman, so if you're subscribed to the hot sheet, do not unsubscribe because that is gonna be the best bet for you with industry news. But as far as news on the writing life, I hope that we will become, or that I will become, that about this writing thing will become an authority of sorts. So if you haven't signed up yet for the newsletter, you can do that on my website. That is saywordbeller.com. 
and just put forward slash podcast and that'll take you right to the page where you can sign up. Don't worry, I will link that below. That is everything that I have for you today. I thank you so, so much for joining me and supporting me and I'll see you again or, or you'll hear me again in two weeks. Until then, take care and keep writing.